The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Here we go. We're ready to be in the 4 o'clock hour on this Wednesday, January 4th, 2022. I'm Dave Congleton. In about an hour, we're going to sit down with the mayor of San Luis Obispo, Erica Stewart, is going to join us. Let's look back on uh, 2022 and look ahead to 2023. Annie Lorenzen talks about book banning at 6.05. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. Friday is the 31st anniversary broadcast. We're going to have our pet of the week. We're going to have the pie. Don't know what the pie is yet. John Lindsay is going to be here from 4 to 5. We're going to do the Guess the Last Day of Rain contest. Uh, we couldn't get the first day of rain contest up, up and running because it rained too early in the season. So we're going to give you a chance to guess the last day of rain this year. And the winner will get a $100 gift card to Lynn's up in Cambria. Also, uh, he may not be Jack Hardy's favorite person, but uh, brand-new county supervisor Jimmy Paulding will be here at 5.05 as our special anniversary guest and looking forward to having a conversation with the supervisor. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. Look who's here. They're very well-dressed. What a nice suit. How much did you spend on that? Eighty bucks. Yeah, no, he's wearing no. a sweatshirt. So I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Radio. Well, no, I'm, I was worried because normally you you were very dapper, and I was worried. Well, it's going to rain. I don't want you all dressed up. Well, thanks for worrying about me, Dave. I really appreciate that. Steve Weiss, the one, the only. How are you, sir? Happy anniversary, my friend. Thank you. Thank it's, you for being part of it. It's, it's uh, what's it's, that, eighteen it, years I've known you. It is a something it, like that. It is a. It, it's just an honor to be part of the show. Well, thank you. For so long. So thank you. You're a money in the bank. Well. You are. Because you can go in any, any number of different directions. Sure. And uh, we agreed you were going to come on this week. And you said, what do you want to talk about? And this idea just kind of popped in my head. How long have you been in the county? Since 1985. You've seen a lot of change, I would imagine. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people come and go, you know. But uh um, there's a few of us here that have been, you know, hanging around for a long time. Uh, we've had all these new performing arts centers added, and uh, the cities have all gotten bigger. Population's grown. Mm-hmm. We've had the shopping out on Los Osos Valley Road. Uh, Pass Robles has taken off and become a, 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 a totally mecca. different season. Yeah, it's been a mecca. Totally different city. Yeah. Than when I first moved here in 1987. Oh, when I moved here in 85, that was not the place to be. Yeah. I mean, good for them. I'm very, I'm very thrilled. We have the brand new airport. I mean, there's so much going on. The airport's fabulous, yeah. isn't it? So I, now I try when I leave, because I'm such a world traveler, <laughs> I try to fly out of San Luis Airport, because it really is a great airport. It is. And then coming home. You're home. You're home. You're home. Are we ready for this? I came up with this topic. I kind of like this. If you could change one thing about San Luis Obispo County, this county, if you could change one thing, what would it be? And I put I put out the proviso right away, other than affordable housing, because everybody would, that would be the first response for everybody. Oh, we need more affordable housing. I get that. But 
that's not on the table. I want people to think about this as we chat. If you could change one thing about San Luis Obispo County, what would it be? So, and it's not the city, it's the entire county. One that I came up with, Steve, is that I would limit the amount of Airbnb rentals in the county. I'm not against Airbnb. I use Airbnb from time to time. I'm all for it, but I think there's too much. And I think that particularly in this county, Airbnb is cutting into the rental market and making it harder for people to find places to rent. Well, the rental market has been cut into for many, many years, David. Whether it's Airbnb or Cal Poly, or which, again, Cal Poly supports a big part of this county and city. Um, uh, but, um, you know, I don't, you know, there's, the last time I looked, it was 60% non-owner occupied ownership here. Um, just in the city, just, yeah, just in the city of San Luis Obispo. That's quite a bit, Yep, quite a bit, but I can't, I mean, how, do you know how many Airbnbs there are? I have no idea. Yeah. I bet there's a way to find and, out. And I'd, I'd probably expand on that and even say, I'd cut down on the amount of vacation rentals. I just want more housing for people. I'm not talking about affordable housing, just more housing options. Right. And I get it. If I had a room over a garage, I'd probably turn it into an Airbnb, but I think it's gone too far in one direction. I'd like to see it swing back. Give me give me one of yours. Uh, you know, Dave, you know, I'm, I like to go to New York. I go to New York to go shopping. There's just not enough shopping around here. What kind of shopping do you like to do? Just, you know, whether it's, you know, I want to buy a pair of shoes or I want to buy a jacket or whatever it might be. I know it sounds kind of silly. There's a couple places, but um, you're limited on choices. And so I do a lot of online shopping. Now, with that being said, that is big today. We know that, especially after the pan- or during the pandemic, that... Uh, online shopping probably morphed ahead ten years faster than 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 it was supposed to, um, uh, but um, it, I, I heard from uh, people the other just the other day complaining that we didn't have a high quality retail operation anymore, like a Nordstrom's. Right. And I said, "Well, there's Nordstrom's rack coming." And they said, "That's not a that's not a Nordstrom's. That's not a Nordstrom's. That's just like a discount store." Well, I, so Nordstrom's from. Someone I know that used to work there, she was a buyer, would rate the stores from one to four. One being the highest, four being the lowest. Santa Barbara was a four. Uh, uh, and they're closed now. Um, uh, Thousand Oaks, I think, was a three, a two or a three. Las Vegas is a one. Uh, other area, I mean, big, uh, down in San Diego, they're a one. There's a big difference between these these. High, highly populated areas that have these, you know, these malls and the and the shopping centers and 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 being able to sustain a Nordstrom's. Yeah, but if you're a retail operation, I can understand your hesitancy to build more stores in the age of Amazon. Sure. No, absolutely, absolutely. Do you remember years ago um, during the holidays, uh, a bus company? Would uh, would bus oh, people yes, to Santa front, Barbara? Yeah, in front or 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 to Northern California to San yeah, Francisco. Yeah. Out of uh, yeah. they mean in front of Gottschalks. Yeah, that's right. When Gottschalks were there, and that's they would, right. they would bus them up to San yeah. Francisco to do their shopping. Day trip for shopping. Right, right. And so there goes that 
tax revenue up to San Francisco. Mm. Uh, Craig, if you could change one thing about San Luis Obispo County, what's on your mind? Uh, I would stop the growth. Uh, I know there was a mandate from uh, the governor. We we all need to grow, but nobody came here for chain stores, strip malls, and high density track homes. That's not why anyone moved here. So stop the building, limit it, uh, limit the chains, like like Cambria did. You go to Cambria, no chains. There's no Macy's, no chains, no McDonald's. You know, everywhere. It, just keep it like that, and it, it kind of. Embrace the reason why people were, came here in the first place. They came because it's quaint, it's rural, unique living experience, and unique shopping experiences. Yeah. You can go to a FHM or whatever that store is anywhere in the world. <laughs> what is unique to this area? But the problem is, where I see that, is now that you're here, close the gates. Close the gate. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I don't. But I, at some point, it I has don't believe to stop. in that. I don't believe in that theory. At some point, it has to stop. You can't build out into where metropolis you know there has to be why not they've done it everywhere else i know and that's the problem (laughs) we should as cambria did look at ourselves and say what is the thing that is driving people tourists are coming here for what well there's people are moving here for what but but cambria did that for a reason they don't have the water but they also did it or a maybe even a side note was it protect protected the identity of cambria the village, the quaint village of Cambridge. Oh, yeah, because remember at the, at the beginning of Moonstone Drive, there was that uh, smorgasbord, and oh, they I, wanted to put yes. it in a McDonald's. I was thinking about that smorgasbord this yeah, morning, yeah. in fact. How yeah, funny. I forget the name of it. Uh, some wagon wheel or something. And they were going to put it in a McDonald's there, and the people of Cambria said, no, we do not want a McDonald's. Well, how long did it take to get the Walmarts in and all, all that? You know, I, I, I mean, if you look at, like, you know, those the bridges of Madison County, you know, that quaint area with the, the cute little wooden bridges, all that? What if somebody came and said, hey, let's put in this super awesome steel bridge? Well, that would ruin that community, the identity of that community. And I think we are starting to see that disappear here in, you know, in exchange for strip malls and high density track homes. All right. So, so far we have less Airbnb and vacation homes, uh, more shopping, and Craig wants to stop the growth. Let's uh, break away. We'll come back. We'll invite your thoughts as well. We already have some text messages coming in. I want you to think about this during the break, folks. If you could change one thing about this county other than having more affordable housing, what would it be? We're live. We're local. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. Nineteen minutes after the hour on Hometown Radio. I'm Dave Congleton. Steve Weiss is here asking the big question. If there's one thing about Slow County you could change, other than affordable housing, what would it be? Well, Craig, on the Stolberg line, someone's responding to you. Uh, Craig, the only reason there is not rampant growth in Cambria is because there's no water. If water was plentiful, um, all of the infill lots in Cambria would have been built out by now. So the wagon wheel, McDonald's, smorgasbord situation, that was because of water? Well, I think those are two different issues. One is how big do you want the city to get? And two, what do you want the city to look like? So no chains. Well, those are so two, which, but those are two elements. Basically, no, no growth in the direction of chains and keep the growth to a minimum while 
capturing the essence of the community as it is, as it should be. Do you know that the value of a vacant lot in Cambria with a water meter is approximately, and I haven't looked at two hundred, $300,000 more than one without? Yeah, because everybody wants it. Yeah. All right. So that's the question we're asking. We open up the phone lines and invite your phone calls. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Glad to read your text messages as well. As we ask the question, we, we all love Slow County. That's why we're here. But if there's one thing you could change, what would it be? On the Stolberg line, we need to have more family restaurants like Applebee's. Uh, whatever happened to them? Why did they leave town? I'm guessing because people stopped going Step, to them. Yeah, exactly right. Both. Well, you've got Olive Garden. Yeah, I, I've been there once, Dave. Well, but you don't have kids anymore. There's Olive Garden. It's a family restaurant. There's Denny's. Yeah, keep going. Um, keep going. I don't know. Uh, There's In-N-Out Burger, right? Let's see. <laughs> um, Notice how everything you just mentioned was a chain. Right. Well, yeah. Right. Well, that's what we have too much of. Well, and I don't mean a, a you know a couple of locations, but if if it's something that's in every strip mall across this country, then maybe we should look for something else, or maybe incentivize someone else to come in and open unique industries, unique uh, restaurants. Well, but a chain store is not inherently evil, is it? No, I'm not saying they're inherently evil. They're not evil at all. They're totally fine. But if you are trying to uh, basically keep a community. Uh, the culture of the community and the thing that people want to come see, you have to realize that maybe you should filter out some of the more mundane businesses that are everywhere else. Well, downtown San Luis Obispo is a good example of there's plenty of uh, vacancies, especially for even restaurants. And rumors were a couple of years ago that P.F. Chang's wanted to take the old Giuseppe spot, but they chose not to because of the parking well and i've been told that the owners of that old giuseppe's building are just sitting it leaving it empty because they make more money probably tax for tax breaks tax breaks right than if they were to rent it out sure 805-543-8830 on the stolberg line i would stabilize or better yet reduce the population the problems that come with increased population are completely predictable and we've seen many of them already George is in Santa Margarita. Hey, George. Hello, Dave. Hey, George. Uh, you ask about what it would be that I'd like to see changed? Yeah. Uh, I, w- I would like to see that all city council as well as county board meetings, uh, board of supervisor meetings, uh, be broadcasted on the public radio live uh, during their meetings as it used to be once upon a time. Well... But you can get it live now online. You can put it on your phone. You can put it on your computer. You can still catch it live. Uh, you can if you have a big enough battery on your phone. You can if you do nothing but watch your computer all day. Uh, but it's nice to have earbuds and continue with your life and listen to the public meeting. And if you hear something that you want to com- uh, comment on, you can at least uh, uh, respond if you know what's going on. Hmm. Have you talked to Debbie Arnold about that, George? I've talked to many supervisors about that. Once it uh, fell off the old public radio FM station, I've been trying to get it back on, but it falls on a deaf ear, almost to the uh, 
uh, almost to the extent that they don't want the public to know what's going on. Hmm. No comment. Yeah. No comment. You're not going to touch that one? I'm not going to touch that one. Yeah. No. I, George, there, I, I think that uh, there are plenty of ways to hear the public meeting. You can keep your phone charged in your cigarette lighter or whatever in your car. You can hear. We have plenty of people listen to us on their phones. You, you gotta uh, I know get, they do. You've you got to get with the new I, technology, I, buddy. I'm just an advocate of uh, public radio and radio in general, and I can multitask with the radio. Uh, but when I get that phone call and I'm listening to a program, uh, then I've got to pick and choose. Well, don't take the phone call. Yeah, listen to the radio. <laughs> All right, George, thank you. 805-543-8830. Tim on the text line is reminding us that the place on Moonstone Drive is called Chuck Wagon. His mom used to work there. I would drive by it all the time. I don't think I ever stopped because I always saw busloads of people. It was like a tourist place, you know. Uh, on the text line, how about a better road on Sacramento Drive, our street out here? Right. I assume that refers to the recent accident we had uh, with the death of the couple and the dog. Another listener on the uh, text line, the one thing I would change is to have more diversity in San Luis Obispo County. Ah, I thought uh, of that too, especially in um, San Luis Obispo. That was that was on my list. I don't foresee this in my lifetime. Explain. No, I just it's we're very lily white here. You know, it's just the way it is, right? Yes, I think um, I think it's approved. But it's got a long way to go. It does. It's amazing to me when you drive across the bridge and go into Santa Maria. It's a whole different culture, mm-hmm. a whole different environment. You know you're no longer in San Luis Obispo County. Uh, we're being reminded that Cambria has no medical facilities. True. Well, it's not a debate about what, where, where you want to live. <laughs> we're not here to attack Cambria. Craig was just making the point that he that he doesn't want to be a lot of growth. Um, what were we saying about Hudson versus Applebee's? Oh, well, that was going back to my earlier point of all the restaurants that you guys named were all these massive chains. And I know Hudson's had, you know, some other locations, but still, as far as family restaurants, so that goes back to an earlier point. I just didn't delete this little thing I had up here. Uh, there's there's got to be more family. There's, there's multiple Denny's. Remember there was Sizzler? Sizzler clothes? All, all, Once again, all the Sizzlers all are gone. You're uh, naming uh, can, chains after chains. Okay, well then, let's talk about Moe's. Uh, CJ's. Okay, well, uh, Moe's just closed after uh, almost 30 years. CJ's, yeah, you know? CJ's in Aurora Grande, locally owned. Moe's used to be, I think, the assembly line, right? That's right. Yeah, they were in where the, where, where the, where the downtown so, cinemas are now. And what are happening in these places? Why are they leaving? Why aren't they able to... Why was Lynn's not able to exist in San Luis Obispo? They they were doing good in Obispo, but it, they, perhaps they were being pushed out. John, no, John gave up. He's talked about that. Um, he, the, the city regulated businesses too much. What about the shoe stores, too? Yeah. The shoe stores have, have been... They were there forever. Beverly's. Beverly's is gone. On the text line, George, I listen to KVC through my phone. If I don't want to be interrupted... I can put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Excellent idea. Hmm. All right. I want people to think about this during the break. Uh, Ask John Spencer why he closed his store in San Luis Obispo. Uh, He closed his store because the store was too big. It was too much store. 
And and you could take the store in Santa Maria and the store in Morrill Bay, and you could fit them all in that space on Los Osos Valley Valley Road. Road, It's just too much store. All right, off we go. We got news and traffic and weather. Steve Weiss is here. We will continue this. We want you thinking about this during the news break. If there's something you would change about this county, what would it be? Just don't change the dial. Stay with us. This is Hometown Radio. San Luis Obispo, Erica Stewart, will be joining us during the 5 o'clock hour. Amy Lorenzen at 6.05 talks about uh, book banning. Uh, tomorrow we have uh, Professor Armstead. Leslie Halls is going to join us Friday. Supervisor Paulding will be here. Also, our guest of the last day of rain contest with John Lindsay. You could win a $100 gift card to Linz. We are back with Steve Weiss. I like the question. I think this is a legitimate question. You live here for a reason. That's fine. You like it here. You must because you're still here. And you're paying a lot of money to live here. So, But if you had the power to change one thing about it, whether it's um, less Airbnb housing, uh, more shopping, getting the growth under control, having more uh, public meetings broadcast on local radio. Here's another one I threw out. Free parking at night. I don't care if it's Paso Robles or Pismo Beach or San Luis Obispo. I think after 6 o'clock, if you're willing to come into town, you should have free parking. Not only that, here's, here's a good point. If, the, if it's a holiday, okay, I'm talking about downtown San Luis Obispo. If it's a holiday and you don't have to pay for parking, don't you think they should post signs except holidays? I think it's, they used to in the, in the little meters. It used to be you know, I don't right. know six a.m. six p.m. Yeah, uh, except Sundays and holidays. Right. Well, they anymore. don't do it anymore. No. Now I know this parking after eleven o'clock. The char- charges for parking after eleven o'clock on Sunday. Okay. But on a holiday, I I just you know I see people putting money in the meter or their credit card in the meter or they're doing the apps or paying at the pay station. I just want to say, mm, don't do that. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. We're just curious if there's anything you would change about San Luis Obispo County, what would it be? On the text line, Barbara writes, hi, Barbara. Business has difficulty paying the high rents in San Luis Obispo. There should be assistance for the first year or two to let them build a sustainable business base. Uh, you know, that's a tough one because it's private property rights. You know, I understand what you're saying, but the owner of that building wants to get fair market rent. Rick is in Templeton on KVEC. Hi, Rick. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Uh, there's two things that I'd like to talk about. One is restaurants. The other one is ocean liners. I think it'd be good to have ocean liners dock, you know, off Avila. And then thousands of tourists off the ships. <laughs> well, no, he's you know, right. When it's not stormy. Come into the county, 
you know, temporarily spend a lot of money and then go back to their ships. I have argued this for years, and I'm and I'm dead serious about this. I'm talking about uh, these smaller cruise ships. They go to Santa Barbara. They go to Monterey. They go right by us. I'm talking about maybe once a year, twice a year. Bring them in. They're here for a day. You can tender. They, they come into Avila. They can be tendered in, and they go to Hearst Castle. They go to wineries. We get the money. You read my mind. See? Rick and, and I, we think alike. When, when people go to a restaurant, they want to leave filled up. Right. What they could do is things like potatoes and french fries that don't cost very much, or, or bread items that don't, you know, give, just stack that stuff on to the plates to where you get a decent plate. And the people don't feel like they got ripped off when they go to a restaurant paying huge amounts of money and getting not much for it. But pile on the food. You know, the potatoes, rice, and the breads. And people would go to the restaurants more. Rick, are you thinking of any particular restaurant? Well, just well, once in a while I'll see a photograph, like in a magazine, of a oh. plate of food that you can get at a restaurant. Like, one of them that I saw just recently, it had a plate of food with some food on it, and the plate was just about the size of a, of a wine glass. So Rick, I mean, it wasn't very impressive. Rick wants larger portions at restaurants, Steve. Yeah, well. That doesn't cost, that won't cost them a lot of money, rice. Well, beans, beans, too. Yeah, yeah. But in, in, in fairness, though, Rick, I think restaurants are struggling enough with COVID. Yep. And... Yeah, everything they had to suffer with. Yep, that they don't need to be giving larger portions. Uh, they can, but who's going to pay for those larger portions? Yeah, they're right. going to jack up the prices. You bet. You want more money? You want more food? food? Sure. Okay, we'll double it. All right, Rick. Thank you. I mean, I can't get out of a lunch now. A lunch or two is with tip is probably minimum fifty bucks. Oh, at, at most restaurants, easy. Yeah, I mean, easy. Uh, we take your phone calls, but yes, we got a lot of text messages coming in. 805-543-8830. There's one thing you would change about Slow County. What would it be? Cheryl writes, hi, Cheryl. How about some real solutions to the homeless population? Absolutely. But Cheryl, what's the solution? I don't think anybody knows. It's everywhere. They're here for the weather, you know? We all agree it's a problem. It is a problem. And we all want to do something about it. But I don't think anybody knows what to do yet, right. and, and not just this county. No. Nobody, nobody really knows Santa what to Barbara, do. Santa Barbara's worse. Lance is on KVEC. Hey, Lance. Hey, Dave. Don't don't get me started on the homeless and solutions, especially right. with your next guest at five o'clock. Uh, I look forward, uh, but, I look forward to your call during the five o'clock hour. <laughs> no, you know, I'll tell you one of the things that I'd like to see. You know, this whole growth thing. I've been in the county almost forty years, and everybody's been complaining for forty years about growth, growth, growth. Uh, we don't have growth here in this county. So that, that's not like everybody says, oh, we're going to turn into Orange County. Well, what do well, you call you it? At, what do you call it? Well, okay. If you look at Orange County from 1960 to 2000, the growth of Orange County in that 40-year period was was astronomical. In the 40 years I've been here, we're not even scratching the surface of turning into Orange County. Craig, you want to respond to that? Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet, but it is a slippery slope. If you took that same statistic and say from 1950 to 1970, 
It was pretty similar, but from 1980 to today, it was exponentially faster. So there's that tipping point where once we get to a certain uh, place, we'll say, well, it's too late to save the majesty of the Central Coast. Let's put up some uh, Del Tacos. Yeah, well, yeah, I understand what you're saying, especially about, you know, the, the quote unquote, the uniqueness of certain things. You know, it's like uh, the, save our downtown. That was a big one. Well, we can't have chain stores downtown when we had Victoria's Secrets, Barnes and Noble, Apple Store, uh, Gap, all those downtown. And it was like, hold on here. I thought those were supposed to be outside of downtown to save our downtown. And you just, and then the argument was, well, we needed the anchors there to make the tourists feel uh, comfortable because they they're, they understand what the stores are and they understand what the downtown is. And then it's like, well, how, how is this any more unique than if I walk down uh, the downtown area of Clovis or yeah. Bakersfield or uh, Delano or somewhere? So it, there's no uniqueness. Lance, if you could change one thing about Slow County, what would it be? You want to know what I would really change yeah. is better roads. Our roads are atrocious compared to, you know how much traveling I do. Our roads in our county, and especially here in, in San Luis, for the amount of money that we pay in taxes around here, our roads are atrocious. But I thought we were getting all the gas tax money. I thought all that was going to be fixed. Well, that's why that's why I say for the amount of money we get and the taxes we pay in this area, our roads, our city roads here in San Luis are absolutely atrocious. Mm. I mean, I, I, in, in all kinds of little towns, I mean, I'm talking little towns in the middle of nowhere. Like? Have, have great roads. Big cities have great roads. Ours, it, it's it's like I've never understood why we have such horrible roads in our county and our city. I don't like that the roads are fine in San Luis. I haven't seen any bad roads in San Luis. Well, they, oh this, 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 pa- this past summer, they, they did a, I thought they were going to, you know, a lot of, a lot of streets downtown were, were closed at the same time. It was really frustrating. Uh, Lance, I don't know if you got to experience that. Yeah, well, that's different. Yeah. But, but, but wait, no, wait, but they were, I thought they were going to resurface the roads, but I think they just did a slurry coat. Yeah, well, yeah, here's, here's a prime example. So we had this horrible rain last Saturday here. We had a lot of rain on Saturday. Pothole City. I'm going, da- I'm going down um, Orchid Road where the new housing development is yeah. between uh, between the park and, let's say, where you hook up with Johnson. Totally redone. Totally with new drainage. Getting ready to put the homes in there. There, it was, there were flooding out areas in this new road. It, they hadn't even put it to proper grade to drain Hmm. And I mean, this is a brand new road, and it's like I'm driving down there in the Jeep, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm going through huge puddles uh, where it's like, why isn't this thing, why wasn't this thing put built to grade to at least drain? It's a brand new road. Sounds like I need to get out more. All right, Lance, thanks for checking in. We'll come back for a final segment with Steve Weiss. We're live. We're local. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. Mayor Stewart joins us during the 5 o'clock hour in our final segment with Steve Weiss. Let's take another call. Ron is in Arroyo Grande. Hey, Ron. Hello, Dave. Uh, I'm at a little disadvantage because I just turned on the radio about five minutes ago, got in my car. But um, uh, we've been up here 30, coming up on 32 years. And 
and I don't know if it's been discussed or not, but the county has a cap of, unless they've changed it, 2.5% growth a year. The city of San Luis Obispo, unless they've changed it, is 1% growth a year. Uh, right. You, you, you see growth. Uh, Royal Grande, when I got here, as I recall, it was in the 12, 13,000, and now I think it's like 16,000. It can top out at 17 within the city, and that's 30-some years. Um, the growth has been up in Paso and down in Napomo. Um, and from what I believe, because I used to work up in San Luis, and I'd come down 101, and people would slow as they uh, saw the ocean at the Avila Turn there or as they're coming south. And so it, it backed up a little, and they decided they're going to put a third lane there, uh, and they did. And it, it helped it a lot, but now it, it really doesn't help at all. It's not when they're looking at the ocean. You'll you'll have a backup. Uh, I don't know, maybe a mile before, half a mile before you get to that turn, and then it continues on down through Arroyo Grande and and maybe through Napomo. And my belief is, is is that Santa Maria, when we got here, there was I don't know sixty some thousand people. Now they got over a hundred thousand people. So, uh, you know, they're close to doubling in size since we got here. And, and I think that growth, you're are, seeing the people coming they, up here for whatever reason, whether it's working yeah. at the school or working at the prison or working wherever. Yeah, but, and then in the afternoon, wow. Yeah. But, Ron, should we be more like San, Santa Maria? Should we be growing more? Oh, no. Okay. No. And, 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 and we're not heading in that direction. Yeah. Well, and I and I've said this I've said this many times on this show that the people that live in San Luis Obispo don't work in San Luis Obispo don't live in San Luis Obispo people that don't live in San Luis Obispo uh, or that you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm trying yeah. to no, say it's, I mean, it's added people to come the people come from from yeah, out of the area one, this congestion is nowhere near like any time I go down to L A that you know I mean for us that's you know, you, we're having congestion, but uh, you know, for people to say this thing is becoming like Orange County or anywhere, anywhere near it, it's just absolutely not. Maybe in the thirty-some years that uh, we've been here, I, I think there was like two, two hundred and I don't know, twenty thousand people when we came here, and I don't know now is it three hundred, a little over three hundred thousand. So I don't so think maybe it's, it's, I don't think it's even three hundred yet. So Ron, if, is there anything about the county you'd like to see change? Uh, as far as the way they're going, no. I'd like no, them to anything. continue on if they are with that two and a half percent growth rate. Uh, be careful on opening. Um, certain areas, you know, they open the, the city would not open in that area around the airport, and finally the county says, screw you. And that's an appropriate area for those businesses, I believe, and it works out fine. Yeah. Uh, All right. You know, there's only so many, and I think you're seeing it. You've seen the coal, well, coal is still here, but all these stores, these major companies that have come into San Luis Obispo County and usually down in the San Luis, city of San Luis area, where they're gone. And the reason why they're gone is, is because this population doesn't have the growth that other areas, Southern California and Northern California has. Or that's my belief. everyone's shopping online. Ron, thanks for checking in. You know, and if you, you know, Craig, sorry, but if you, if you don't build homes, if we don't expand the housing here, now I don't want to get into affordable housing, but if we don't expand, expand housing here, then I'm sorry, no one's going to be able to afford the housing here. Ron, thanks for the call. It's all supply and demand.
805-543-8830-800-549-5832. If you want in on this conversation with Steve Weiss, we need to hear from you now, please. We've just been asking if there's anything you could change about Slow County, what would it be? On the Stolberg line, more hotels and camping with opening 100% of the Oceano Dunes. So I guess they want more hotel. Well, they're, they're, they're building a brand new hotel right there at 4th and 5 Cities Drive. There's another hotel coming in right there. Right. I got nothing, Dave. <laughs> I got nothing for you. Um, also on the Stolberg line, uh, based on the conversation about growth, then why are we building bike lanes then? The town is suffering from bike lanes versus roads. I guess this listener wants more money spent on road improvement. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You can have bike lanes and you can improve the roads. Oh, absolutely. You would think it would go hand in hand. Mm. You would think it would go hand in hand. Um, on the text line, uh, slow population 1985 is approximately 245,000. Today it's approximately 290,000. Okay. See, so we're growing basically about 10,000 people per decade. That's uh, no growth. We've got Ingrid in Pismo. Hey, Ingrid. Hey, Dave. Hey, Ingrid. I live in South County in Pismo, and... Um, I would love to see two things happen down here. One is for some off-site, much larger off-site parking um, developed so that the downtown wouldn't be so impacted from uh, spring through fall uh, with maybe some closure. I don't know downtown, but anyway, so that we could really enjoy the downtown area. And the second thing is uh, perhaps a resident parking pass that would allow for uh, maybe an hour of free parking at a time or something that gives us the chance to actually shop in our town. Because I always go to Grover Beach or Arroyo Grande, San Luis or Santa Maria. It's just too hard to park downtown. There's an idea, Steve. Give a parking pass, one-hour parking pass, a sticker to residents. Sure. Why not? I mean, that sounds like a – but you're still going to have trouble finding a parking spot. Right. Mm-hmm. But 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 if there's residents-only parking in certain areas, for example, then that could be very helpful. Not a lot of parking spots, but enough so that you could actually go down and – eat in Pismo and shop in Pismo because they rely on us during the winter. But it gets pretty irritating from mid-spring to mid-fall. As a shrewd observation, Ingrid, thank you for sharing it. Let me squeeze in Don and Los Osos. Hi, Don. Hey, Dave. Great show. Thank you. I'd love to see a little bit more uh, introspection on election uh I mean, you know, they stopped counting uh, in violation of election law, and I don't see anybody looking into that. Um, and, it, like, they mailed out a uh, candidate statement with somebody in there twice and somebody left out. That's incompetent. It'd be great to see just a, a little more, you know, the Tribune or somebody look into this. Well, we had uh, Darsha uh, Stebbins on here, what, Friday? Just talking about that. What's what's your uh, Central Coast Citizens Action Team? They're they're all over that thing, Don. I, I noticed, and uh, but that takes a lot of private money, and I, I think it's just going to wear them down, and they'll eventually give up, and we'll never get an answer. 
Hmm. Well, the answer is is that Bruce Gibson apparently won, and so did Jimmy Paulding. So life goes on. I think so. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Don. <laughs> thank you. On the Stolberg line. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Ask John Spencer why he closed the store in San Luis Obispo. I know why he closed the store in San Luis Obispo. The store was too big. Period. Period. He 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 retreated. Uh, he had the store in Atascadero. He was renting the space. He had the store in San Luis Obispo. He was renting the space. And it wasn't working out in Arroyo Grande. So he he retreated to the two properties that he owns. He owns the building in Santa Maria. He owns the building in Morro Bay. He scaled back. Yeah. He's my age. He's older than Steve. He scaled back. Now, there's rumors that he may come back with a third store. But that remains to be seen. So there's no conspiracy there. Um and, you know, and again, on the text messages, I'm, I'm glad we have this function and I'm delighted to read your text messages. All I ask is that before you send the text, proofread it because some of these are just so jumbled, I can't even translate them. <laughs> voice texting. That's yeah. why. They're, they're driving in voice texting. Uh, well, okay. Find a way to make housing affordable so our kids can live here. Well, we all agree. That affordable housing would be nice. I, I, until I'm, I'm sorry, until there's more housing, there's just not enough availability out there. How much more housing do we need? I, I don't know, Dave, but I, I looked yesterday, and there are just over 300 homes on the market in the entire county. 300. I'd like to see more uh, manufactured home parks, because I honestly think that's the only way a single person or a young couple can get into the housing market. Fair enough, but yeah, there's not money. There's not much money to be made. Anyway, really good conversation. I appreciate the calls and the text messages. Always good to spend time with Mr. Steve Weiss, who's about to share with us his website. Oh, Coastal County Brog. Oh, excuse me, coastandcountybrokers dot com. Oh boy, I'm telling you, it's been a day. Any resolutions for the new year? Uh, no, I'm no. No, just to wake up, wake up tomorrow. That's my resolution. I hope, I hope you do, man. Thanks. Uh, final thoughts, my friend. Uh, all to you, my friend, and 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 to Craig, and and to the whole KBEC family. Just a fabulous job for the last thirty-one years, and I wish you another few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank Off we you. go. We've got ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. Then uh, Mayor Erica Stewart is going to join us. Let's find out what's happening with the city. We're live. We're local. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.